This episode of Round Guy Radio has been brought to you by Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. And Wayland State Bank, over 90 years of being community-minded just like you. Located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. Welcome back to Round Guy Radio as Physical Therapy Services of Kelowna, Iowa, and a Davis Salon of Coralville, Iowa, present the Kyoto Eagles. We got the Kyoto Eagles coached out with us. Welcome to the program, Coach. Hey, thanks a lot for having me on again. Well, you had you, you just had a really big win uh, over in Hillcrest, a twenty point win. Uh, 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 from what Andy McGuire said, it was a pretty close game. You might even been behind at halftime. But uh, what what happened in that game, particularly in the second half? Uh, and how did you overcome this Hillcrest team that's uh, such a great team? Well, you were right there. We were down 29-27 at the half. Uh, both teams were playing pretty good basketball. The Bender kid inside had 16 points at the half out of their 29. So we kind of decided we needed to try something a little bit different on him. So we went to a box and one on him. We put Aiden Anderson on him, and Dalton Dodd would relieve him. And then come in, and those two just kept switching off about every three minutes there. Um, we held him to two points in the second half. Um, we were able to defend their three-point shots, I thought, really well. They were We held them to three of 22 from the three-point line. Um, so I thought that was very good defense on our part. Um, some just missed shots for them, too, I think. But um, we always like to credit that kind of stuff to defensive players. Um, and then we were able to really get our offense going. We um, – we had a stretch there in about the middle of the third quarter. I think we went on a 10-0 run or something like that, and that kind of really opened things up. And and we were and we like we said, we held them to three points in the third quarter, so that made a big difference. And then the fourth quarter, we just we continued to keep attacking. We we were going inside outside. Evan Vitito had a great game. He had 16 points on seven to 10 shooting. Um, Sawyer Stout had a really really nice offensive game. He had 21 points. Um, Cole Kindred had 15 points. Um, and, you know, we really played well there. Billy Kindred didn't score, but he had 12 rebounds. Uh, I think he ended up having five assists or something like that. Just just played a very, very good all-around game for not really getting involved in the offensive scoring. And, and yeah, we were able to run away with it at the end. Well, uh, Andy McGuire tells me that Aiden Anderson, uh, you made it a halftime adjustment, which you're so good at. I don't know how you could, you know, to see what's going on in the first half. And, and I guess you figure out what's working and what ain't working. And you, you But you're one of the best. One of the best in the business at a halftime adjustment. But, yeah, what about Aiden Anderson? Uh, why was he key – or why did Andy McGuire think he was key to uh, stopping some of their scoring? Well, he was the guy that went to the to the box on the one. He he, he guarded Grant Bender just one-on-one. I said, that's the only responsibility you have. The kid scores 16 points in the first half and scores two in the second half. So, your only job is to just stay right in his face. And I thought he did a great job when he did – if he was able to drive around him. We had Vitito waiting there for him and Kendrick waiting there for him. And and we just did a, a great team defensive effort. But I think with Anderson and Dodd both, it was great just individual defense. Um, we did the same thing earlier in the year against Iowa Valley against the, the Hack kid. And, and we pretty much shut him down in the second half also. And, and you know, so it's, it's nice to just know that you've got a couple kids because they have size. I mean, they're not huge, but, you know, they're 6'2". They're, their arms are long. They, they hustle. They just – they play. They're gritty. And – and they're not afraid to to mix it up with you 
I mean, if you're going to try and push them around, they're not they're not going to get bullied around. They're they're going to hold their ground and they're going to play good defense that way. And so that's probably why I guess he would say that was the key, just for the way they played on the defensive end of things. And and Aiden was able to get a couple breakaway baskets, some some nice cuts to the baskets to score, and and you know that that really helped our offense also. Well, uh, Grant Bender, man, I've been walking, listen, you know, I, I like to listen to uh, uh, Eulin there at uh, Zach Eulin at KCII because he calls their games. And uh, uh, that kid is something else, you know. You're not the only coach that he had pulling his uh, hair out at halftime. Uh, uh, in fact, I've come up with a nickname for him. I call him Grant Mindbender because he's yeah, – I mean, he, he, I'm sure you do. <laughs> he's, a, he's a great player. Anyway, uh, there's a couple of players I think that have really stepped up their game, uh, and that is Cole Kindred and Evan Vivito. I, I uh, uh, am seeing something out of them in the second half that I maybe didn't see in the first half. Yeah, I think so, too. There's, I think the leadership of these guys have really, really started to show, and, and they're they're getting more into the offensive flow of things. And we're seeing – we're seeing – I mean, we went up there – Friday night and um, Colfax Mingo put a triangle and two on. They go, they were guarding um, Sawyer and they were guarding Cole. Um, our other guys were able to get some easy baskets off of that. And those guys were still able to score with some screen and rolls and stuff. But I just think the guys, the, the maturity and just us playing together all year long. I think these guys are getting more comfortable with each other. They know where everybody's going to be at on the floor. Um, we're, we're really, we're really starting to gel together. I think offensively and hopefully we can keep that going, but, yeah, I mean, it still comes down to being able to make shots. If 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 you make shots, you look really good. I mean, it's, it's no, not a secret. I mean, you watch the Iowa Hawkeyes. They look really good when they make shots. And if you don't make shots, you don't look very good. So, you know, I guess that filters all the way down to the high school level. If you're able to score, it, it, it's really tough on the other team's defense. I mean, because you can play great defense now for 30 seconds. If you hit a shot at the end of the shot clock or something like that, you know, that, that just kind of busts your bubble a little bit. Right now, I think we've really been able to – score and i think a lot of that is coming from we've we haven't been turning the ball over near as much here after christmas i think our guys are starting to value the ball a lot more um and and that and that comes straight from cole being being the point guard you know that we've got to he's got to make sure he takes care of the basketball get it to where it needs to be for guys to be able to score and i think billy's been doing a nice job of that and and even sawyer i think we've done a nice job of of cutting down our turnovers and things like that and going from there because because like we said our bench got a little depleted with some injuries and things like that. Um, here in the last last few games, we've we've kind of shortened our rotation down, and our kids have had to play a little bit longer in the games. And I think they've done a nice job adjusting to that. They've stayed out of foul trouble, and and they've been able to stay on the floor longer. Yeah, you played a lot of games, so they're probably in really really good physical shape. And I would I would I would say the the difference between the first half and the second half is Cole Kindred bringing the ball up from the you know to the half court lineup. A lot quicker and a lot more efficiently. I, I think yep. that's that's the that you know. And, and once when he does that, then he's making all. He hardly ever makes a bad decision. It's all good decisions and getting the ball to the right guy at the right time. And when your team is firing on all cylinders, there's a thing of beauty. But we uh, uh, have a big game tomorrow night uh, uh, with uh, Bell Plain coming into the thing. Are there any themes? Is there any halftime entertainment? Is there uh, anything about that? And then there, uh, when you tell me that, there's something I want I want to uh, compliment you on if, uh, when we're done with well, that. We don't have we, – we have a – I think it's a whiteout, it looks to me like. I just was looking at the door there in the gym there before I came in to talk to you. It looks like the, the theme is going to be a whiteout. 
Um, it's called White Lies, which I don't really know anything about that, but they're they're just called, to me it said something about obviously wear a white shirt. So it looks to me like it's gonna be a white out night. Um, we do not have any um, other things going on. We we've been doing a really good job lately of getting meals going and getting little cheer camps going and things like that. And, and I think that's I mean it's been great. We've 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 really brought a lot of people into our gym to watch. And I think they've our boys have been giving them a good show. So again, hopefully this Bell Plain team right now they are they're sitting at ten and six. You know, so they they've got a nice winning record. Um, they've first time we played them, we just we shot lights out. But so you can't necessarily expect to do that again. But we, and we obviously we hope we can. But well, we know we're gonna have to come out and play. Um, when you look at things in our in our division on the east side, this is now the second time we're going through playing everybody. They, they beat everybody the first time through. We beat, except for us, we beat everybody all the first time through. So really for the eastern side of our South Iowa Senior League, they're only really one game back from us. Um, you know, So right now that's one of our goals is to try and finish out as the East Division champions. And, and we really think that we need to go through and beat everybody the second time. And, and hopefully, hopefully we can do that. But you know, that's why we play the games here in high school. And, and hopefully our kids are, are up for that. And I, th- I think they will be. They'll be excited of, this is all. This has been a great rivalry for for us and Bell Plain over the years. We've we've had some great matchups. They've had some really good teams. We got some good teams, and um, hopefully we can just continue continue playing good games. And it's, it doesn't seem like anybody ever gets a long string of wins against the other team. It doesn't matter what the what they've been doing. That it's that's usually a pretty close ball game. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess uh, uh, I was the man in black one time. I can be the man in white this time. Uh, <laughs> But uh, we got uh, the thing I want to tell you was was so special that I enjoyed the most of anything that I've seen in all the gyms uh, uh, that I've been is the gal that you had play the violin for the national anthem. That was the most uh, remarkable performance of the national anthem I've about ever seen. Yeah, that, that that's really neat. I think our our musical department does a great job. Of getting, I mean, these are these are elementary kids coming up here playing this stuff, and and it's 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 really cool, and it's really neat. Um, we've had some we've had some volunteers step in and sing the national anthem, um, you know. So I think that's been awesome. I th- I think it's great to have somebody live doing it. I, I think that just sets the tone a little bit better for for your home events um, rather than just playing a a tape of the national anthem. And we and we've been we're blessed right now with. With like I said, the way our music department is is really spitting out kids that just again all around kids. These kids are athletes too. They they play basketball. They they go do all the other stuff. They play softball. They these little girls play volleyball. But but then they're they're in there playing their instruments and things like that. So they're just well rounded kids, well rounded people. And I think that you know that obviously is going to make them be be more rounded as and and better people in life as they go through life. And I think that's kind of what kind of our goal here at Kyoto is to get kids like that and. And it is, and I appreciate that. It, it does sound it does sound awesome, and, and I'm glad that we're able to do that and get kids to be able to do that. Well, uh, you have the most entertaining elementary kids ever. You you don't even need cable uh, in Kyoto. You just go to a playground or whatever. I mean, you had the 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 grade school kids come in and play a basketball game one time at halftime. You had the girls come in and do cheerleading and 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 dances and stuff, man. Uh, I, I just I want to thank you for that because I really enjoy that. Well, we appreciate it, and we like, like we said, we like we like keeping the kids involved. I mean, obviously, I I, I teach K twelve PE, so it's something where I'm involved with every single kid. 
throughout the school district and you know and we promote that i mean i promote that i mean we talk, I talk to all our elementary kids all the time about get in here and watch the kids play because um, that's going to be you someday and you're going to want the other kids playing and I, you know i've been blessed to have have some of my own boys go through this program and i know they've been through it too they've been through the ups and the downs of the ball games that we played and and things like that and They've had their hearts ripped out by some teams getting beaten, and, and they've had some good success in the teams going to state tournament stuff. And and I think that just, I think I think that's a lot of how our programs get better. Is the kids, the kids want to succeed, and they want to be. And I, I always tell my kids on the varsity team and the J, JV guys, you know, these little kids look up to you guys, and that's something that you really have to understand when you're walking through the hallways, when you're walking through town. Um, just just know that these kids are watching you and, and understand that. And I think our kids do a great job of that. And I, I, I guess I, I would just say I've been blessed to be a part of this, you know, for over 20 some years here. And, and we do we have a great community. We got a great school and, and it's awesome to see the kids. So it's nice to see somebody come in from the outside and, and, and really appreciate that too. So yeah, we really appreciate that too. So you want to make a comment on what Scotty Melvin calls the best uh, student section he's ever seen? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, he he just lo- I love him too. I mean, the the student section has so much enthusiasm. Oh but- yeah, our student section, yeah, yeah, it's great. I mean, that I think that's winning some ball games for us here. And we go on the road. I mean, we're even up in Hillcrest, and we got kids just cheering and going crazy. And and when other teams are shooting free throws, our guys are making noise. And so I guess the one thing, I mean, as long as we do it the right way, and I think we've been doing it the right way. Um, when you got the other coaches commenting about kids in the student section. Then you know you're you've got them thinking about something else besides the basketball game, and and that's awesome. You know that's that's exactly what they need to be. They need to be kind of a nuisance, but but do it the right way. And I think our kids do it the right way, and it is awesome to it is awesome to see our kids over there again supporting each other. Um, I know I know one night a bunch of our kids were gone for at a bowling meet or something like that, and they're like, oh, that's what there goes our head cheerleader. Um, some of those guys, and you know it's it, and it's fun. It's I mean again, it's it just shows you how tight knit group of a school district we are. Um, and like that, going into next week, then um, our last home game on the 27th is, is going to be a homecoming game for us. So I'm hoping you can make it up there for that one because you want to see a treat on homecoming night. That's that's always that's something special that our kids really get excited about too. Is we're one of the few schools in the state of Iowa that has a homecoming during basketball season. Yeah, because you don't have a, the the football one. So yep, exactly. So you're 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 you're, you're settling an old debt for the school. Yep, exactly. And, and, and I mean. There's a lot of good activities that go on, and then you top it off with the game, and 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 it, it's just and the gym will be packed, and it doesn't matter who we play, the gym will be packed, and, and it's just a neat environment. It's a it's a really cool thing for our school district to be able to do. Well, yeah, Scotty Melvin come up and seen you, uh, and he hadn't been in the gym before. And uh, after the game, I talked to him, and he was just raving, just raving about the experience of coming in uh, to that gym and seeing the Kyoto Eagles and watching that student section. Uh, that he calls the best in the state. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a great environment if you can get out to see it. Uh, well, what time uh, is is there a JV game, a, a girls yep. game, all that? What's what time does it start? And uh, we got uh, the Belt Plain does not have enough boys for a JV team, and we don't have enough girls for a JV team. So all we got is varsity games. We got the varsity girls. We'll, we'll tip off at six o'clock. Um, then our varsity boys will start to tip off after that. So I, I believe I'm not a hundred percent sure, but it, I'm pretty sure we got another elementary kid playing an instrument um, before the game. I haven't looked at I haven't looked at the program yet to see who it is, but I'm pretty sure. I thought my our music director Jane Edwards told me that we had another 
elementary kid, and then on the 27th, we'll have our band out there playing. Um, that's usually about the only time they can really get together because, obviously, again, kids that play the sports are in the band, so it's hard to get our band going. But she's going to try and get that going for the homecoming night. But but I think, but yeah, the 6 o'clock tip-off for the girls, and the boys will, you know, 15 minutes after that, we'll be ready to get after the placement. Well, before I let you go, let's talk about the girls' team. Uh, they'll be going for their sixth win. Uh, they got a win against uh, uh, Belprane, a pretty handy win uh, last time they played them. Uh, uh, I, I feel like the girls are just a, a game or two out of first place or something. I mean, they're, they're kind of in a division where, you know, the teams all have, have a few losses. So uh, uh, what would a sixth win mean uh, for the girls? Oh, I think it'll be huge. I mean, I tell you, I tell you what, if you haven't watched a, a team with a lot of grit and a lot of heart play this year, you want to come watch our girls play. They – they are outsized every time they step out there on the floor. Um, they don't let that bother them. They they get after it. They they'll box you out. They're probably one of the most fundamentally sound teams I've seen play for boxing people out um, and get you know trying to get rebounds and stuff like that. You see kids that that you know if somebody's got a four or five inches on you. They're boxing them out. They're they're trying to get the rebounds. They hustle. They get up down the floor. They like to shoot the three. They've been opening up the three point shot a lot more lately. I know Mason McDonald hit six of them the other night. That was one. One shy of the school of tying the school record, so yeah, they're they're a lot of fun watching. And you know, as an activities director, I'm I'm loving watching. And as a basketball fan, I'm loving watching them get up and down the floor, watching them play, watching them improve every single night out. I think Coach Prowse has done a great job with the girls. Uh, you can see a lot of improvement from from the first day they stepped on the practice court to where they're at right now, and and that's only going to get better. Is you know they've got a couple of like three seniors out there. You got some young kids coming up that I think are really going to help the program and. We're looking forward to hopefully next year getting enough girls out to where we can get a JV team going again. Um, I think that would be very beneficial to the program to, you know, get kids playing just because there's no substitute. You can practice all you want, but there's no substitute for game time experience for kids. And so we're hoping that that works out next year. But the rest of this year, these kids are going to fight. And, yeah, they still got a chance to win an East Division championship. And I think they'll, they'll keep battling and they'll do whatever they can to do that. Well, Coach Sprouse gets more out of his players than any coach I've ever seen. You know, you, you could always see uh, some player somewhere, sometime kind of taking a playoff or, or ain't got his head in the game or something like that. But his girls give maximum effort every single minute they're on the on the court, whether they're starters, whether they're coming off the bench for a minute or two. Uh, it's just all lightning bolts all the time, isn't it? Yeah, and that's the kind. Of, that's obviously the kind of kids you want out there playing for you, and then and, and that's what he's got them doing. That they're they're believing in what they can get done, and and the, like you said, they, they don't they don't take plays off. They they get after it. They play as hard as they can, and they're going to make some mistakes. Again, they're a younger team, and they're outsized, but but they'll they'll they're not outhearted by anybody. That's for sure. And they all they all got their roles, and they play them well, and. Uh, uh... Uh, Nicole Clarahan gives you a little bit inside that, uh, uh, and it just seems like she just gets a little better and a little tougher every game. And I think that's uh, that's helping us put some wins on the board too. Well, Coach, uh, six o'clock tomorrow, uh, Tuesday night, Bell Plain comes to comes to the Eagles' Nest, uh, a battle of a. Uh, I think is Bell Plain in second place on the boys' side. Yep, they are. Yep, they so are. A, a battle uh, of yep. first place and second place. I mean, you could. Uh, you could kind of put them put them uh, a little further in the rearview mirror with a win tonight, and I'm I'm looking for uh, the boys to be geared up. And uh, are we healthy again? Uh, yeah, we got Connor Strand back practice for the first time Monday night. Um, so 
We'll see where conditioning wise will be probably a little slow, but yeah, right now, um, Chase Hayfley's kind of getting over an ankle injury, but other than that, we're pretty healthy. Um, we've stayed away from the sicknesses, so hopefully, hopefully, we're all good to go. Well, I like Connor Strand. Uh, if he could just a minute or two, a quarter, uh, uh, or every now and then just spot Evan Vivito a little bit, then you'd still have a big body in there, even when he was 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 you know catching up or or uh, uh, catching a breath or something like that. I think it'd make him better. And uh, we're definitely better with Connor Strand uh, 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 as a weapon. I agree with you. <laughs> well, Coach, thanks for being with us. Yep, no problem. I appreciate it. This episode of Round Guy Radio is brought to you by Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. And Wayland State Bank, over 90 years of being community-minded just like you. Located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant.